common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hey there, and welcome to the Inez Says Podcast. Hope you had a wonderful long weekend and certainly at the very least thought about those who gave the ultimate sacrifice for this great country. Scott Inez with you today. You can find the podcast all over the place, including Spotify, the WDBO app, and WDBO.com. You can also find me on the radio each and every day hosting for Joe Kelly for Orlando's Morning News on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 585 to 9 AM each and every day on WDBO in Orlando. Let's begin with this. I cut my teeth in sports broadcasting, covered the Orlando Magic in the NBA for over 30 years Worked for the Orlando Magic. Worked for the Orlando Magic for twenty plus years, and look, I got lucky because I started my career in nineteen eighty nine, just when the Magic came into existence, and had a great time doing what I did. I've interviewed countless athletes over the years, and again, had a blast doing that because I kind of grew up idolizing these guys, you know. But but being a sports radio host, that can be a hairy situation because you're put in the position to where you got to criticize these guys if you see fit you got to keep your credibility as a sports talk show host so you've got to criticize guys and and yes it it made for some interesting locker room scenes i was never accosted i was never attacked by players but there were a scant few who challenged me in the locker room by saying things like hey and as i heard what you said last night on the air something akin to like that it it was never bad but there was always going to be that friction between player coach media member if the media member is halfway decent at his or her job quite frankly what i see today is a much closer relationship between player and media especially in the nba most of these guys are not challenged by a largely sycophantic media that acts more like a lapdog than a watchdog quite frankly maybe that's an inez says podcast for another day But look, when I was doing it, for the most part, these athletes and coaches and owners all knew how important dealing with media was. And I'll never forget a story back early in my career. I had arranged an interview with a certain magic player on the show the previous night. And I was at practice the following day. And by the way, the player never showed the previous evening. Okay, fine. That happens. Uh, But what happened after that, I would have never predicted. Many of you, I'm sure, know Pat Williams. You know him very, very well. And what Pat Williams did in landing an NBA team for Orlando, Florida in the late 80s is really the eighth wonder of the world. There was no track record for Orlando with Major League Sports. There was certainly no track record for Orlando in terms of basketball or an NBA team. But he got us the team. Anyway, at the time, Pat was the general manager of the Magic. And after practice, as Coach Matt Gukas gathered everyone at midcourt, up steps Pat, he walks over into the huddle and proceeded to berate his team. Not necessarily this one individual, but he berated his team for not meeting its obligations to local media. Pat saw media obligations as being very, very important. After all, it's it's, it's basically free press is what it is. It's free advertising. So players were encouraged to get out and about in the community. And in the process, each one was obligated not just to play basketball, but to be spokespersons for themselves and for the franchise. Free advertising. I'll never forget that. Now, 
Today, things have changed a little bit, okay? Athletes have their own social media accounts to communicate directly with their fans. And the pandemic has really changed the paradigm to where it's become even more difficult for legit independent media to get close to these people to ask them legitimate probing questions. And another thing has changed about today's athlete, okay? Today's athlete is so much more thin-skinned than their predecessors. Oh, sure, I've, I've run into some guys who were very, very sensitive along the way. And quite frankly, Shaquille O'Neal was one of those guys back in the day who was indeed very, very sensitive to media scrutiny and media criticism. But today's athlete is much more sensitive to criticism than back in the day. Now, I have to be careful here. Because what I don't want to do is paint too broad a brush. But for the most part, today's athlete is just very, very different in that they want to do their thing. They want to play their game. They want to connect with those sycophantic fans on social media. And that's how most of them, most of them today, view their so-called media responsibilities. Case in point, the world's number two female tennis player, Naomi Osaka. Now, as French Open play began last week, Osaka declared on Twitter that she would not do any press conferences at Roland Garros. She framed the matter as a mental health issue, saying that it can create self-doubt to have to answer questions after a loss. And after winning her opening match on Sunday and skipping her press conference, Osaka was fined $15,000 and threatened by all four Grand Slam tournaments with possible additional punishment, including disqualification or suspension. So Osaka on Sunday posted this comment on Twitter, quote, I think now the best thing for the tournament, the other players and my well-being is that I withdraw so that everyone can get back to focusing on tennis going on in Paris. I never wanted to be a distraction, and I accept that my timing was not ideal and my message could have been more clearer. Now, for the record, Osaka also spoke about dealing with depression during the 2018 U.S. Open. She won that tournament in Flushing Meadows. She beat Serena Williams in a final filled with uh, controversy. Quote, I would never trivialize mental health or use the term lightly. She says, Anyone that knows me knows I'm introverted, and anyone that has seen me at the tournaments will notice that I'm often wearing headphones as that helps dull my social anxiety. I am not a natural public speaker and get huge waves of anxiety before I speak to the world's media, her post continued. Now, Osaka has never been past the third round of the French Open, which is a clay court tournament. So she stated recently, here in Paris, I was already feeling vulnerable and anxious So I thought it was better to exercise self-care and skip the press conferences. Now, tennis players on tour are required to attend news conferences if requested to do so. The maximum fine for missing those press conferences is $20,000. Now, what's 15, 20 grand to Osaka? Not a whole lot. She's the world's highest earning female athlete thanks to endorsement contracts totaling tens upon tens of millions of dollars. Well, after Osaka's post on Monday, several athletes in tennis and other sports tweeted their support. And one of them was former tennis great Martina Navratilova. Quote, I am so sad about Naomi Osaka. I truly hope she will be okay. As athletes, we are taught to take care of our body and perhaps the mental and emotional aspects. This is about more than doing or not doing press conferences. Good luck, Naomi. We are all 
pulling for you. Now, look, mental health, as we have all come to know over the last year and a half during the pandemic, mental health is no joke. It's no joke. Illnesses not seen by the eye are very, very real and they're very, very dangerous. Okay. And what I know about Naomi Osaka is that she's not the most comfortable person in the world in front of a microphone or a camera. She wouldn't be the first. Okay. I get it. It's not the most comfortable thing in the world to do for an introvert like her let alone a 23-year-old person, to speak to the world. There's a lot of pressure in that. No doubt. No question about that. But if I were her father, her agent, here's what I would tell her. Grow up. Grow up. I get it. You're shy. You're introverted. Okay, fine. But here's the thing that many of these younger athletes do not understand today. You have an obligation. You have an obligation to answer questions, not just the softballs and the adulation that comes from your social media fans. With all that has been given to Naomi Osaka comes a great responsibility. And your job is not just to play tennis, okay? Your job is to go to those press conferences after you play tennis and before you play tennis. Look, you don't have to be great at it. I haven't met many. I haven't met many athletes who are great at it. Heck, look at New England Patriot head coach Bill Belichick, who is by far and away the dullest human being known to mankind. The most uninteresting man there ever was. And yet, there he is during the NFL season every day, standing up and basically dodging and weaving questions and being boring. Why does Belichick stand up and take those questions every day from the media, even though he doesn't answer most of them? Because as boring and as nebulous as he always is, he's meeting his obligation to stand in front of the media. Free advertising for him. Free advertising for for his sport and for his team. And what I see right now with most every major league sports franchise out there is that access to these athletes is getting more and more difficult for independent, true journalists, true media. And I don't think it's any coincidence that sports has become less and less mainstream today. I see this with my NBA. I've loved the NBA forever. But what I have seen is that more and more of these athletes are now being protected more than ever. That's a dangerous game because mass independent media is still a very, very powerful entity. Look, I don't know Naomi Osaka, but I think I know enough to know that she's not great at being a good interview. Okay, that's fine. But somebody needs to tell her to grow up. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here. You can find me on the radio each and every day on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.